All right, we'd like to uh, welcome you all to uh, another ZB cast. We are so excited you decided to join us. Uh, this uh, this concept of getting together and gathering it with your friends and recording it uh, has been something that's really resonated, I think, with us. Uh, each of us enjoys a good, lively conversation, and I know uh, that I'm thankful to have good friends that I'm able to gather together with and to talk and to share our thoughts and ideas. Um, sometimes we might agree, sometimes we might not, um, but I know it's a, certainly a blessing, and hopefully you have people in your life that you're able to uh, talk and share with and be able to explore um, all that this life has to offer. And um, tonight we're going to start off uh, with a little discussion about uh, the movie that most influences us. And I'm not talking about um, like a Ten Commandments. I'm not, I'm not, yeah, I'm not talking about the Ten Commandments, Charlton Heston, <laughs> the or, greatest story ever or, told. Um, single, How could that not be your favorite? Or, or, or the Singles Ward, or um, <laughs> something else with some uh, religious or pseudo-religious connotation. I'm talking about a secular movie that something out of it um, touches you in a more deep and profound way. And so, uh, do I have a volunteer who would like to go first tonight? But before we begin, I'd like to introduce those who are uh, gathered together with us. My name is Jeff. David. And we have also... Aaron. <laughs> John. All right. So we're excited uh, that uh, everybody's here tonight. And so since David spoke up first... Um, He's going to defer to his brethren. Okay. And so... So the movie has to, like... Have a significant meaning in our well, life? Well, is it your favorite movie? It doesn't have to necessarily have a significant. I mean, it's your favorite movie. Um, I mean, because I have no story to tell with mine. It's just I like the movie. Well, you can say why you, you like. Can say it. why you like it. Oh, okay. It doesn't necessarily have to be deep, profound, or anything else. Um, it might be, or it might not be. I, I would say hands well, down. You may think it is, and we will decide that it's not. <laughs> my my favorite movie is The Shawshank Redemption. Why? I just, I think it's uh, I just think it's well scripted. I think that the the setting is believable. Uh, I think it has a good twist at the end. I think they do a good job of wrapping it up and not leaving it ambiguous as to how the events play out. I, one of the things I liked about that movie is, to me, a, the quality of a movie a lot of times um, can be so enhanced or... Um, Disenhanced, I guess that's the word, uh, just by how it ends. Because you can either not wrap it up well enough, wrap it up too much, or, le- or, or, or any combination of that. And I, th- I agree that the Shawshank Redemption, I mean, it's as a package, I mean, it, it's kind of, I mean, the, the conclusion is perfect. I mean, just, just that, that scene, um, leaving the two main characters on the beach, um, having both gone through their own journeys in life that brought them there. And just kind of parts there. No, there's greater adventures coming up ahead, but the the most significant parts of their life have probably passed, and those things that really um, changed their life had already transpired. I enjoy that movie, Mr. Rhodes. Oh, and ZB Cast does not endorse grand larceny. No. True. <laughs> True. True. Um, or or rate our movies in a, in, a, in in any of any radar movies or but poor movies or. But they they do they do can still have a positive influence on you at times. Well, I don't know that we fully limited our choices to positive influences. Um, I mean, if I was going to pick a favorite, just for enjoyment factor, I'd I'd go one way versus maybe one that had a real lasting, thought provoking 
impact on me. Let's get them both. Okay, well. Um, yeah, sky's the limit. Sky's, oh, wow, I get to go too. Yeah. Um, you know, one that has, one that I haven't watched a whole number of, number of times, but it really left a, a profound impact on me was Schindler's List. Um, it's not one that's super enjoyable to watch lots and lots of times, but when I think about that, um, they did a good job, at least from my perspective, of putting you in that time frame and putting you in the context of that person's, Schindler's, life, where you could see that he was a flawed individual, um, and he you know, grappled with certain decisions, and I don't know. It really, really impacted me of, you know, decisions we can make and the, the impact we can have on life. Uh, maybe only, maybe some people have more of an impact, at, you know, because they're at more pivotal times in history, but anyway. Who's in that movie? Liam Neeson. Liam Neeson. Powerful movie. Yeah. Oh, Qui-Gon Jinn. Yes. <laughs> uh, to, to me, the most powerful part of that movie, well, the whole thing is powerful, but the part that, well, it comes back, you know, it's almost like it's the end, to, to me, is the end when he, um, it's when the Berlin is falling to the to the Allies, um, and he's at his factory, and he's getting into the car, and he's saying, um, and he's weeping, and he's he's I mean he's weeping as um, the Jews that he had saved are telling him you got to get out of here, you got to get out of here because he was a card carrying Nazi, even though he had been fighting against the Nazis in reality. Um, so you have to leave, you have to leave, otherwise they will find you and they'll prosecute you and they'll they'll hurt you. And he's he's he he was weeping, saying, um, "How many more lives would this car would have, would this car have saved if I had sold it? How many more lives? I mean, everything he sees, he thinks of in terms of if he had brought if he had sold that and used that money to bribe somebody, how many more people could he put on his list? Um, and I, it makes it really it really I, that movie just it it kills me the same way. I mean, because I think in my own life, um, how many lives am I not affecting because of my own choices? Um, not in the same way, but we all have an impact on other people's lives. And not, like I said, not in the same physical aspect that Schindler necessarily had. But. You know, from a from an enjoyment factor, one that I can't probably count the number of times I've watched it is uh, The Matrix. I just, I, I mean, I enjoy fantasy type uh, stories and uh, very much enjoyed that. And not that it's religious in any way, but you know, in some ways. It struck me as a story about faith. Here's a, a guy who he's introduced to this entirely new world, and he had to take certain things on faith. And when he did, amazing things happened. And it just, for me, in a in an unrelated way, it's an encouragement to step out in faith in my own religion. Anyway, but I enjoyed the story. It's a fun, fun story for me. That's a great movie. So, so what's your uh, Zion-bound pick, David? I, I took a, a little bit of a different approach, and, and as I think about that, I think of, you know, my favorite movie would be that one movie that if I could only watch one movie for the rest of my life, what movie would that be? And that kind of defines to me what my favorite movie would be. And, and I, to do that, you know, I, I, have, I have movies that are suspense movies that, that I really enjoy when I want a good suspense movie, like The Sixth Sense, I particularly like that movie. Or if I want a comedy, you know, I might go to, might go to Fletch or something like that. But if I just need that all-around good movie that's got a little bit of everything... And I, I don't think there's any argument that this is going to be the greatest movie that, that hits so many different categories. <laughs> Mary Poppins. Mary Poppins would be the movie that I would keep and watch for the rest of my life. 
You've got you've got comedy, you've got drama, you've got suspense, you've got action, you've got cartoon, you've got live action. This movie, music, you've got it all. Dick Van Dyke. You've got Dick Van Dyke. I mean, you've got Julie Julie. Uh, oh, I'm drawing a blank. Andrews. Julie Andrews. Andrews. Sorry, I should I should know my key actors' names. If I'm going to reference a movie. But. Have you seen the uh, the YouTube video where they redo the trailer? It's up. They make it a suspense one. Yes, I have seen that. That's pretty funny. <laughs> it is pretty funny. What do you think? Mary Poppins. I don't think I've watched a movie, movie of all genres. To any of my no, <laughs> no, no, no. I, I respect your list, Aaron, and I respect your opinion, but it's wrong. <laughs> but, but, see, I think my second movie would have been L.A. Confidential. I never saw that. I never saw that. No, that's a good one. I, I, it's a good cop movie. I would never have considered putting Mary Poppins on a list, and I can't. I'm not sure I can remember the last time I watched it. What about once but, you hear it now, though? It's like. Oh yeah, I've okay. just changed okay. my mind. We'll Not quite. And it does make me kind of want to go oh, watch yeah, it again. I've just changed my mind about you. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. <laughs> I mean, it does make me go want to go watch it again just to see. Yeah, it's there. What the fuss is about. I, I will raise a fuss. I love that movie. See, I never would have guessed that'd be your number one ever in a thousand years. I wore out my first VHS tape. I got a DVD now. I hope that lasts a little longer. Do you have like the special, like any special DVD tape, or just got the, the special? I think it's like the thirtieth edition or whatever it was. The special. <laughs> this is how the, co- yeah. the the director's oh, Wait, wait. When, when did this? When did this and I movie? Love, I love getting to watch. I see. I get to watch it now with my daughter, and she likes it too. So it just. So how did they get her to fly? I, I'm not going to ruin the magic <laughs> of cinema. And so so when did when did this become your favorite? Movie, uh, like, are you like a nineteen-year-old guy hanging out with the boys? No, no. In college. I, I mean, what, at what point? I mean, at what point did that did it touch you so you, profoundly? Growing up in my house, when when we were sick, couldn't sleep at night, that was the movie we'd pop in and, and sleep to. Oh, so this is it like a cherished now. childhood. And so I won't say like in high school, really I might not have given the same answer. But but when I went off to college by myself, I had to go out and buy my own copy because I didn't I didn't have that one around. So I, I repurchased a copy of it in college. Oh well, so. if we're if we're talking on that, then without a doubt, my favorite kids movie. <laughs> would have hey, been... don't don't trivialize me. I didn't say it was a kids movie. This... Oh, okay, family movie. All right, whatever. Yeah, my, my without a doubt, it probably would have been uh, Sword in the Stone, Disney Sword in the Stone. All right. I don't watch that for so many years too. <laughs> <laughs> huh. I like it. Interesting. Did you do yours, Jeff? No, I have not. No. I, 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 still, I, I still have. He, just a spoon. Is that from that? Spoonful of sugar. Good. I, that's in my head now. Yeah. I can't get that out. And it's a good place to be. It is. I, I can. I might be able to help you. Okay. You know, one movie that uh, I didn't think I liked after first viewing, and it got better and better every time I've seen it. It is still every time I see it is better. Napoleon Dynamite. I love it. I agree. I agreed. Every time I watch that, I laugh harder agreed. than the time before. Sam, I. I've watched it one time all the way through and then bits and pieces. And the first time so disgusted me that it's hard for me to sit down and watch it again. <laughs> agree. agree. I, I have heard. to admit, the very first time was that way. I, I was even complaining, and, and Kara Smith was, was there, and she's like, oh, you have to watch it again. It's better uh-huh. the second time. So I, may, I forced myself to watch it again, and I laugh so hard that every time now I see it again, I, watch, I laugh even harder. It's, it's an acquired taste. It's, it's a great movie to have playing, I think, if there's other things going on. Yeah. So you can like just kind of, karaoke. So, so you can kind of pause, watch the funny parts, and then have a conversation. It's not. It's it's a communal movie. It's not a sit there in a theater movie. I don't think to me at least a lot of quality lines, memorable oh, lines yeah. come out of that movie now. Oh yeah. Not to mention voting for Pedro. <laughs> not a hip thing to do. Yeah. Uh, for me, um, Schindler's List is is pretty powerful for me. Um, but another one, actually from that same era. 
uh, would be Saving Private Ryan. Um, that is a good one, and that's and that's another movie that there there are, it's that's a it, it's it's really really hard for me to watch it all the way through. Um, there's parts of it I'll watch, but to watch it front to back, it's it 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 so rips with my emotions that I just it's hard for me to watch it. Um, to me, the 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 most profound part is once again at the end um, when the Tom Hanks character is talking to um, the private Private Ryan and saying, um, "Is Tom Hanks is dying? He's been shot, um, and he's he's been dying. He's dying." And he says something to the effect of, um, "Make your life worth it." Or so he says, "Earn this." Earn this, yes. Or, yeah, I, I remember I, that 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 right there. Um, it's so powerful because at the end, of, I mean, then it, it draws back to current day, and the Private Ryan is talking with his family, and he asks his wife, James Francis Ryan. Yeah, he's asking, "Did I did I earn it?" And um, he sit there weeping at the grave of the of one of the men who who saved his life, and um, or who potentially saved his life. We really don't know what would have happened to Private Ryan had they not gone in and saved him, but potentially did that. And he's weeping, wondering, is was his life worth? basically a whole squad and I mean that to me is just so utterly profound that I, I mean I, I just it, it gets to me just even talking about it and so that that movie I mean it's, it's one of those that it's deeply profound but yet I don't I don't own it I don't think I'd want to watch it like a hundred times um, I'd have to say I mean this is probably just the era that I was I was raised in but I mean I I Almost to say Star Wars. I mean, just. Oh, yeah. I mean, I, I mean, I was. I mean, I was raised. I went to elementary school in the early '80s, and Episode Four, right? Yes, Episode Four ne- needs no introduction. Uh, epi- it's, it's just Star. Wars. The real Star Wars. Um, the real the original Star, Star Wars. Wars um, the one who would the, the subtitle doesn't matter. I mean, yeah. a, a New Hope. I mean, everybody knows it by the Star Wars. The Star Wars. Um, I, I it was the first probably, it probably was the well, the first movie I ever went and saw in the theater at least the first one that I know I remember seeing in the theater. Um, I remember as a boy um, when Return of the Jedi came out, hearing that Darth Vader had died, and a part of me died when I thought that Darth Vader had died. I mean, what did you think about Return of the Je- Jedi? Did you think it was just a bunch of Muppets? No, I enjoyed it. Oh, I enjoyed. It. I, I mean, I enjoyed it. But too. I was I mean, we have to realize that I was I think ten at the time. Yeah. So it wasn't like I was. Um, and it wasn't like I, I was able to see it all like bang bang bang. Like uh-huh. if you were if you're younger, they were a unit. They were a package. Yeah, yeah. By the time I was old enough to watch it, uh, uh, Star Wars: Empire Strikes Back and Return of the Jedi was out. You can watch them all and, at once. And the Battle for Endor. So yeah, I got to see all of them at once. And so and for and for me, it was completely different. Where I mean, I remember the pain of waiting in between. I mean, Star Wars and Empire Strikes Back. I remember that. I mean, to me, the opening scene of Empire Strikes Back. Is, I mean, the whole like the whole battle on uh, Hoth. Hoth. I mean, that, I, that, I mean that. I mean that just. I, I could just sit and watch that, and then turn it off and be okay. I mean, that, and I like the whole movie, but that part of that that part of that movie, the Star Wars movie, the Star Wars trilogy, um, is just. I mean, we played. That's what we played at recess. I mean, we played Star Wars. I mean, that's. What, I mean, I mean, Star Wars was like that was the defining commercial thing of my upbringing. Was was that movie? So you lost me on Star Wars. 
I'm sorry. That's all what right. did you watch when you were a kid? Oh, very popular. <laughs> John. <laughs> that was the meaning now. <laughs> I think I probably supported more no, people. But I'm just kidding. I'm, just I'm not. <laughs> all right. So I hope you enjoyed our uh, little uh, segment where we talked about some of the the movies that impacted us, whether it be for enjoyment or for um, profound life change. Mary Poppins. Mary Poppins, profound life change and enjoyment, just the total package right there for David. What if we had a little uh, a, a mock fantasy draft right here and, and, and see who we would select in our, our fantasy draft for scriptural characters if we were putting together a, our, a religion team or a, a team for, for ourselves, who, who we would pick of our favorite characters from the scriptures? Jesus. <laughs> John, Damn. Damn. <laughs> John wins. Let's, let's have another draft now. Okay, second favorite. <laughs> Jesus is eliminated from the draft. Not part of the uh, Godhead. I'm not. I'm not sure that. Uh... <laughs> Man, those, those fighting words. I'm not sure if John wins because his character dies. He comes back. They all die. <laughs> oh, good point. Not, well, John well yeah, not, not John. Uh, they're transformed. <laughs> they're and not, uh, not Elijah. Since, let's, let's, let's start over there with Aaron, and we'll go around. We'll just have a couple rounds of drafting and just see who we pick. And if you want to say why, that's fine. If not, we'll just. I'd, I'd probably go with Brother Jared. So I, I, things, I mean, a lot of them are things that I really like about Brother Jared, but I mean. Glowing stones, talking yeah. with God. I mean, just really powerful figure sure. for me. John? Noah's a, Noah. Noah? And his ark. You want the ark and You want the, the, you want the, the piece of wood? It's a piece package. Of wood. You know? It's a package. You can't get it without. Okay. A big piece of gopher wood. Well, if yeah. you don't take the package, you could be talking about King Noah. <laughs> That's true. Yeah, well, yeah make sure you context. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe I should go with Michael, the archangel. And we'll, we'll talk hu- humans in their human form. <laughs> Um, I'm going with Enoch. Hard to beat Enoch. I'll take a Benadai. I, I that guy that guy must have had it to be able to to go through what he did and keep that. Well, actually, okay. No, no, yep, no, 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 round no, no. First round's over. Oh. It's done. I've already picked. All right, all right. All right. Aaron, take Aaron. How many rounds are we going? Just dra- second round draft. Till we decide to stop letting people listen to our draft. Until <laughs> <laughs> they turn it off. Yeah. <laughs> um. Maybe Enos. I like Enos. The all-day prayer? Yeah. It never hurts to have a prayer warrior on your team. Well, not from the point of view of, like, uh, he'd be a great prayer warrior, but, you know, just influential for me in that grew up really disinterested in the church, and just yeah. in a moment, everything changed for him. Yeah. And his outlook became so radically different than the rest of the Nephites. I mean, being willing to pray for the, for the Lamanites was not something the rest of the Nephites were not willing to do with that. Well, at least it's not recorded that they were willing to do it at that time. That's a strong pick in the second round. John, who who you want to go along with Noah? Uh, Jonah. John's, he, he has experience. You're a seafaring man. <laughs> John's preparing for a naval battle. Jonah, no. Jonah it is. Why Jonah? Yeah. Well, I. You really want to know what it was like to be in a whale for three days, don't you? Well, it's not, well, it's not that, that so much, but it's the fact, it's the fact that he physically, he physically tried to run away from God, and God, and God severely, severely reprimanded him for it. Yeah. I mean, I mean, just. I guess, I guess the, the, the duality of it is you have a guy, have a guy that thinks he can run, run from an omnipresent God, and of all, and of all the punishments, punishments, he gets swallowed by a fish. I like it. 
Yes. Jeff? Um, part, part of the interesting philosophy of a draft is picking somebody. I mean, there's people you, I want to pick, but I'm not, I, I, you wonder if they're safe for another round. Yeah, uh, yeah you, you want to round out your team with uh, 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 yeah. talent. And so, um, Who'd you take first round? I, t- I took Enoch first okay, round. Enoch first round. And I, I think I might have to go with Lehigh, second round. Okay. I mean, Lehigh, uh, Lehigh I mean, that, t- that took a lot of guts. I mean, every, I mean, pretty much everybody he knew, he's left. Uh, he, I mean, all his wealth, everything else, decided, hey, I'm going to take my family, drag them across the world, and start from scratch. That's, I mean, that's, that, I mean, talk about a, a man of faith. Yeah. Go with my sleeper pick here. I'm going to pick up Paul. I don't think Paul would be sitting around after the third round, so I'm going to take Paul right here. I just the guy, you know, from, from the life that he lived, the experience that he had, and the teachings that he, he the man was articulate, and I, I think that he would benefit our team in, in a great way. I think round three. Let's do four rounds. Is four, four rounds round enough? Four rounds I've got two good. more that I really. All right, I, I got to go with Moroni. I mean, he's he's a he's got the muscles. You know, he's got the that, which Moroni. Chief Captain. Okay. That's a good pick. That's a really good pick. Um, yeah, Mormon's son. Yeah. Yeah. Mormon's son? He, he was Chief Captain. Are you sure? No. I don't think so. No, you're talking. You what, he, he, he gets both Moroni's. eyes. What? No. John, John, no. John got no. Noah. John no. got Noah and his whole family. <laughs> no. No. To give no. no. You cannot take both Moroni's. <laughs> no, he didn't get Noah and his whole He got Noah and the ark. And the, and the boat. Yeah. He got oh, a boat. I, I thought we were going to give him the animals, the family, the No, he the got sun. the boat. Okay. <laughs> I'm not. I'll, I'll just clarify. I am talking about Mormon's son. Okay. So the captain Mor- of the Nephites, but maybe not the chief captain that we're talking about yeah, earlier. Protector of the place. You're talking about I'm the human. end. I'm you're talking about, Mor- you're talking about the last Moroni. The last Moroni. Okay. See, that's where my draft philosophy just came back to bite me. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking that Moroni would make it around to me again at the you end. You were trying to push Chief Captain Moroni. Yeah. Well, no. Well, yeah, I was. Yeah, by, were, by making yeah. the pick, I wanted I wanted him to go with Chief Captain because, yeah, go ahead. I'm with you. I mean, if, yeah. I, 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 I could have drafted him first. I mean, I, I love so, Moroni at the end of the book. So recap your team for us? You've got... Well, I got Brother Jared. Brother Jared. I got Enos. Enos. And I got Moroni. So Moroni. Last Moroni. Okay. Well done. Well, Mormon son Moroni. Not, I mean, there might have been other Moronis later. Yes. We don't, but not Moroni. Okay. John? Uh, Naaman. He was military. Naaman? <laughs> now... <laughs> Tell I'm about pretty sure if he, I'm pretty sure if he had been available in the or if we had gone the 16 rounds, he'd been safe. For you guys name it as a free agent, but it's all right. <laughs> Bird draft pick. Well, what, what's the goal? I mean, I don't know. We, like a draft. We yeah, we're just drafting. For? We're just drafting. Yeah, just drafting. So, what was your justification for naming? Well, he's a military, military guy. Man. Okay. Pardon my ignorance, but who is Damon? <laughs> he he had uh, he he had uh, left. You asked the question that all of us were thinking. <laughs> <laughs> he, he had I don't know where he really is. I'm about to Google Damon. Yeah. <laughs> okay. He had leprosy, and he went to go uh, visit uh, Elisha, and he didn't find him, but he found Elisha's servant, and, and Elisha's servant said, "Go bathe in the River Jordan." I think three times or seven times or something like that and Naaman thought this is ridiculous but I'm going to do it anyway and after that he was cured well done okay so 
We call that 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 is truly what we call a sleeper pick. <laughs> that, that would be the one that nobody was from. Um, yes, I mean, like I said, I think yeah, free agent, free agent would have been good for Neyman. But anyway, well, pick John. So John, pick. tell us your team now. Recap for us. Noah, Jonah, Neyman. <laughs> Noah, Jonah, Neyman. He got some fun ones He's there. A Bible man. Yep, he is a Bible man. Okay. Um, Jeff. All right. So I have my Enoch. I have my Lehi. And now. I think I will have to um, have to go with Chief Captain Moroni since my other since my favorite Moroni was uh, ripped from me um, fairly. Um, but Chief Captain Moroni, uh, he was such a man of action that I wish I wish we had some Chief Captain Moronis around today. And People, I, I'll still stand by my initial. I mean, not having he, reference he, from me, I believe Moroni, Mormon son Moroni, was also Chief Captain. Well, he was more. I think he was the general. He was the general over the armies. Yeah. Well. Yes. Versus the other, the first, the Moroni that was in Alma. Yeah. His title was well, Chief know, Captain I, Moroni. Yeah. Not that. Not that the other one might not have also been that. But when we, we we talk about the Book of Mormon, we talk about Chief Captain Moroni. We're talking about the Alma one. I know. I know. You can keep trying though, Mr. David. I'm uh, for my third round pick. I think I'm going to go with. Uh, I think I'm going to go with the Virgin Mary. I'll see how my team would be complete without the mother of our God. And I think that all my Catholic friends will support me in that pick as well. <laughs> the mother of the Son of God? The mother, the mother of our Savior. Um, so that gives me that gives me um, Abinadi, and then Paul, and then the Virgin Mary. The well, one who brought God to earth. The Son I, of God uh, to earth. I, I kind of was... Something John just said in his last round pick um, sparked an interest to in me. I'm going to have to go with Elijah. I I know Elisha was supposedly twice the power of Elisha, but you know Elijah had more wisdom in my mind than Elisha. Elisha was a little bit more rash and a little bit more uh, youthful. I mean, just not quite the same wisdom and and discipline and impressiveness of Elijah. You know, Elisha didn't go away in a flaming chariot, chariot so I'm going to go with Elijah. This is my chariot. Back to you. Ruth. Nice one. Another sleeper? No, not, not quite as much as Naaman. <laughs> <laughs> it is a sleeper. It's not the sleeper. The sleeper has already been taken. John's going for the underdog story. Oh. Well, she played a big part. She, well, she did. I could have picked yeah. Abel. It, it's, it's probably... It shows comes out strong that I'm a man because women might have picked Ruth right off the bat. This this shows, you know, my insensitivity. Your insensitivity? Mm-hmm. All right. My final pick. So oh. someone pick Samson. I'm not picking Samson. My fi- my my final pick is Adam. Um that was that was you took it. I I I was waffling between Adam and somebody else and uh uh, it wasn't, wasn't going to be Abraham. I was waffling between Adam and Melchizedek. Anybody who could have a whole priesthood office named after him um, that used to be named after the Son of God. Uh, that's, I mean, he had to have something going on. Melchizedek had to have something going on. But I'm going to go with Adam. Um, I mean, he walked and talked with God. Yes, he made a mistake. Um, but so did Michael Vick, and he still yeah, gets to play football. Yes, but many of us made a lot of mistakes. And so Adam made, Adam made one big mistake. Cost us all. Um also probably allowed us all to be here. Um, Adam made a big mistake, 
But I think, I mean, somebody who walked and talked with God, I think it would be pretty cool to have on the team. He brings some intangibles to the team. He brings Having some, lived in the presence having, of God. Having his genes in all of us. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Not bad either. Big Daddy. All right, what's it going to be? You bring Big Daddy. Boy, I, you know. Joseph? Joseph would be one. And, then, and now you bring up Melchizedek. And it's the tough part. In any draft, the last person drafted is always referred to as Mr. Irrelevant. What about Moses? Yet yeah, nobody, nobody in this draft is irrelevant, so I don't want to have that, that, that title attached to him. You know, I, I think you I think you just wait and get a I don't know a whole lot about the guy. Yet the, the, the priesthood was named after him. Uh, what about King and Gideon? It was named after him, though, just out of reverence for the, the name of the Lord. Rather than, I mean... Agreed. He, certainly, he was an, a, a significant figure, but they didn't say, "Hey, saying the priest after him." It, it was like, "Hey, I wish we okay. had this priest after God." But eh, let's Fortun- not. Let's go Fortunately, ahead. I didn't lock that answer in. <laughs> and I'm still on the clock, David. And after after a last minute trade, I think I'm, I'm thinking I'm gonna go with John the Beloved. What about Solomon? No, no, John the Beloved <laughs> has 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 seen so much. And, and throughout throughout the history of the world, I think that he, he brings a lot of intangibles to the team. As Adam had his eyes closed or since he was... No, no, I'm just saying, but but having tarried, I think that, that, that John brings a an existence that we don't currently so, have So could team. I pick the three Nephites as one group? Well, if we no, had five rounds, you could, but our, our draft <laughs> no, now expired. No, if we had seven rounds. <laughs> <laughs> so really, you're, you're at your... Uh, Going with John. Your John pick is kind of similar to Jeff's Enoch pick because Enoch saw it all. John lives it all. Yeah, I would say so. I was just looking in each round. I was looking for something different, somebody that brings something different to the table. So, so hope you enjoyed that. Please uh, send us your team, your top four. Uh, I know that we might have taken some of yours, so um, sorry. And that's okay. Uh, <laughs> that's okay. Uh, I'm sure that there, are, there I mean, the, the scriptures are full of of great great people, um, men and women who um, like would certainly. Gem? Be, Certainly useful today, and so uh, Shem, yes, and Chemish from the uh, from the Book of Mormon. Uh, so anyway, Japan. this time I'd like to turn things over to uh, Aaron to wrap us up. So uh, yeah, send us your your picks. You can email us at our first names at zionbound.com, and uh, hope to hope to catch you again. And until we are together at last in Zion, let us remain Zion bound.